I'm pretty tall by female standards, just shy of five foot nine. I hit this height somewhere around seventh grade. So as you can imagine, it has been a bit of a blessing and a curse through the years. The benefits are numerous. I can gain weight without many people noticing. I can rock leggings and boots. And it was never difficult for me to sneak into bars or clubs when I was underage. Not that I ever did that, obviously. Overall, the tall life has been good to me. However, it hasn't been without its drawbacks. Pants and dresses are often too short, and I usually have to slouch in group photographs. The fear of standing out or being seen as a freak was crippling in middle school, and it was only recently that I outgrew my tall girl slump. Also, several years ago, someone I loved very much had a huge problem with my height. He wasn't usually overt about his distaste for it, but he suddenly, subtly made himself pretty clear. He showered me with compliments every time I wore flip-flops. The moment I put on heels, his praises ceased. Through time, my wardrobe began to reflect his preferences. I had never been good at walking in heels anyway, so I slowly threw away most of the ones I owned. I pretended this was my idea, and I replaced them with comfortable ballet slippers or flats instead. When I absolutely had to buy new heels, I made sure to get the lowest ones I could find. After a few years of this, I began longing to wear regular heels again. An upcoming wedding promised to be the perfect occasion. So instead of rushing out and buying new flats like usual, I went to the mall and bought a brand new dress and the most beautiful pair of silver heels I had ever seen. I tried on the whole outfit when I got home, and I couldn't believe how gorgeous I felt in it. My legs were long and muscular. My posture was better. I even found myself walking differently. I strutted in those hills like I was somebody, like I was one of those confident and sexy women I'd always wanted to be. I couldn't wait to show him how I looked, so I insisted he sit on the couch and wait for my big debut when he got home from work. I hurried to the bedroom to put everything back on, and then I sauntered out into the living room. I expected his jaw to drop at the sight of me, and it did, but not for the reason I expected. Whoa, he stammered, looking me up and down like he didn't even know me. Those shoes are huge. You look like a Yeti in those shoes. I can't even explain to you the crush of devastation that seized me when I heard that word come out of his mouth. I'm surprised I didn't start crying right on the spot, but I know my shoulders immediately slumped and I felt like someone had just sucker punched me in the gut. A Yeti? Seriously? That's what you think I look like right now? He seemed to realize he'd misspoken, but he felt compelled to justify his words. I mean... You're just so huge. You're so tall in those shoes. Heat rushed my cheeks. Well, then, could you at least say I look like an Amazon woman or something with slightly positive connotations? He huffed. What's the difference? Now I was mad. Oh, I don't know. One's a beautiful mythical warrior woman and the other one's a snow beast. Why don't you tell me which one you would prefer? He held up his hands to placate me. Okay, fine, whatever. I'm just saying you look huge in those shoes. 
As you can imagine, the night quickly devolved after that. Soon we were yelling at each other and soon I was ripping off my heels and storming to the bedroom to take off my dress. I was crying. He was defending himself. And then finally, he was telling me I really didn't look so bad and I should wear the shoes to the wedding anyway. I protested, but he insisted. He apologized for hurting my feelings. And a couple of weeks later, I showed up at that wedding with my brand new dress and those beautiful silver heels I had briefly loved so much. Only this time, the magic wasn't there like it had been before. Instead of viewing myself as one of those confident and sexy women I'd always wanted to be, I now saw myself as a too tall freak. Instead of admiring my long and muscular legs, I only saw how big my feet were. Instead of embracing my new and improved posture, I slumped even harder to make myself seem shorter. I suffered through the ceremony in a state of self-conscious misery, and I promptly hid my shoes under a table the second the reception began. I tossed them into the back of my closet after the wedding, and I never wore them or any heels around him ever again. Less than a year after this argument, I finally worked up the courage to say goodbye to this man. And then I left, packing up all my belongings and relocating halfway across the country to start my life over without him. A year or so after that, I found my silver heels in a box in my new garage. They were covered in dust and they'd mostly faded from silver to beige. However, they were nearly every bit as beautiful as I had once thought they were. When I brought them inside and held them up against the other pairs of heels that I now wore practically every day, I realized how sensible they actually were. My imagination had somehow turned them into six-inch stripper heels, but they weren't scandalous or inappropriate like I remembered at all. When I put them on again, I didn't feel like a Yeti. I just felt kind of normal, pretty with slightly straighter posture than usual, but not that much different than any other day. That's when I finally put into words what my gut had intrinsically known from the beginning. The Yeti fight had never been about me anyway. It had been about him. It had always been about him. It had been about the fact that he wasn't quite five foot 11 and he always felt self-conscious about that. Instead of acknowledging this, he projected his insecurities onto me. He lashed out as if his feelings of inadequacy were somehow my fault. The worst part is I allowed this. I absorbed his fears like they were my own and I cursed my height like I actually had the power to change it. This realization got me thinking. How many other times in my life have I doled myself down for fear of making someone else uncomfortable? How many times have I slouched or deflected a compliment or made fun of myself or minimized my accomplishments? How often have I kept my mouth shut or apologized for no reason or pretended to be okay when actually I wasn't? The answer is way more often than I would like to admit. I thought about these things as I pulled those dusty silver heels from my garage and I made a pact with myself. Never again was I going to apologize for being tall or brave or smart. Never again was I going to pretend my feelings didn't matter just so someone else didn't have to come to terms with their own uncertainties. Because when it comes down to it, 
I'm nearly five foot nine and that's pretty freaking awesome. 